is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. Remember, Summer Consistency Camp, it is getting started now. As soon as you register, it begins. Uh, enrollment is limited, though. It's going to close down next week. Make sure that you guys get started and you feel consistent this summer. So this is for you. Summer Consistency Camp is for you if you have been struggling when it comes to consistency with meals and movement. You start and stop things and you never stick with it. Um, you start and stop diets. You start and stop running plans. You start and stop taking care of yourself and you're really kind of sick of it and you're feeling unhealthy. You're feeling unhappy, maybe a little insecure. That's okay. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you be consistent with meals and movements. Movement, we're not doing anything extreme. These are habits that you're going to be able to continue on with for these 35 days and beyond. We've all done um, like a 100-day running plan and then stopped at day 100, or we've all done a whole 30 and then stopped on day 30. We're going to build small habits. When you build small habits, you set this foundation, this really nice, strong foundation where you add another habit and then you add another habit. Habit stacking, it's a great place to be. This is exactly what I'm going to teach you. It's exactly how I rebuilt my body over the last year and a half. Um, you know, I, I had to stop running. I had to stop doing a lot of things with the pandemic. I rebuilt my body over the last year and a half. Um, and I'm the healthiest and strongest and most consistent that I've ever been. And that's what I want for you. I'm going to help you be consistent, feel happier, healthier, and more confident. You're going to be able to trust yourself to continue on with things instead of that, oh my gosh, am I going to, you know, am I really going to stick with this? I don't know if it's going to last. You're going to feel confident in yourself. Summer Consistency Camp, it is a no-brainer when it comes to the investments. It's a dollar a day. That's it. A dollar a day. Click the link in the show notes or go to systemsforselfcare.com slash summer consistency camp. We'll hop on a Zoom. We'll get started. Okay, let's get started with today's podcast. We have a lot to cover. Uh, it's Friday. We're going to do our running recap Friday. But before we get to that, um, let's uh, let's go back to where we left off in our, our little series on how I became a runner. So in part one, I talked about how I was just kind of a quitter in elementary school and high school. Didn't think I was good enough. You know, everyone else was better than me. Um, didn't stick with things, quit everything, uh, high school. So it was high elementary school and high school and then college. And right after college, again, that, uh, that narrative of I'm not good enough once I'm good enough. Um, but I was really sporadic. I tried to be more active. I tried to be that, you know, be that person to tell myself to go and do things. Don't just stay home and be sedentary and be a slug. Um, it didn't pan out exactly how I wanted, but also I look back and I'm like, Hey, like <laughs> that you gave things a shot. It is what it is. You know, maybe being sporadic, maybe that actually is the first step. Maybe you dipped your toes in some things and you tried some things out before you were able to come up with a plan or a system to be consistent. So we left off, uh, at the end of college where I kind of started, um, running casually, right? Running, I would run to the library or I would run to work. I would run to the Boys and Girls Club, but never felt like I was good enough to sign up for a 5K. Because again, in my head, um, in my head, all of the people who ran races, they're, you know, they're the people who've been running their whole life. So it, it took a, it took a while to let go of that belief. 
And so from after college for several years, I would start and stop plans, start and stop things, start and stop gym memberships, start and stop going to see personal trainers, um, start and stop exercise plans and start and stop the couch to 5k program. Now that plan, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. But if you're someone who has never run before, it can be kind of intimidating. I remember, I don't remember what week in the plan it is, but I remember it gets to this point where there's this kind of like this big jump where you are run walking and then all of a sudden you're supposed to be running like two or three miles or running for like 28 minutes, something ridiculous like that. And it would always happen like I would get to that point and be like, oh, well, I can't, you know, oh my gosh, I'm, this is where I'm supposed to be and I'm not there yet. I can't run the whole time. And I also never really built a habit with running, um, running and going to the gym. It was, it was kind of this, oh, well, it'll just happen whenever it happens or I'll, will, I'll you know, I'll willpower my way through this. Um, but I never actually built that habit where I knew specifically where in my day I was going to go to the gym or I was going to go for a run. And I didn't really have a strong motivating factor. I didn't really, um, yeah, you know, a lot of times we don't make a change in our life until the pain is so great that we're like, I need to figure this out. And I think that maybe I would just, things weren't that painful for me yet. It was just kind of, um, a lot of numbing and just, that's okay. That's okay. Kind of permissive. Um, and it, the, the pain didn't get to the point yet where I was like ready to make a change. So those, so my twenties, um, did not stick with running, but did get, did, um, go to grad school. And, um, that's also when I started a new relationship and a new job, a new teaching job in this city. So a lot of things happening at once in my early twenties, a lot of things to navigate, a lot of new things. Um, grad school was stressful. Uh, I, I think I tried to quit grad school uh, at one point and a coach uh, at, at my school was like, just get it done. Just get it done. It's okay. Like who cares if you get B minuses or C pluses and it's not an A, a plus perfection. Just get it done because if you um, drag this out, you probably won't go back. So just get it done. Um, but you know, during that time with, uh, with me being in school, with me being in a new relationship, with me having a job where I had a long commute, I really fell out of taking care of myself. And not even just that, but I don't know that I ever knew how to take care of myself. I never really had good systems for self-care. I never really had like a bedtime or, um, we knew how to pack my lunch or what I should be eating for dinner or that exercise was important, or that water was important, really did not know any of these things. So my early 20s and mid 20s, you know, it was really a mess. Like I just, like, again, I look back, oh, like poor little Jacqueline, like she just didn't know. And work was really stressful. And I did not have a good way to cope with stress. Like, what did I do if I had a bad work day, stop at McDonald's and get French fries, with the secret dollar bills in my car so it wouldn't show up on my credit card statement and then come home and just eat a bunch of food and like numb myself out in front of the television and eat more food. So I didn't have a way to cope with stress. I didn't know how to handle the challenges that I was having at work. Um, I didn't have a good handle on my emotions. I didn't really understand emotions and relationships and even just how to be a good teacher and you know, if I don't understand my emotions, it's really hard to help little kids understand their emotions and manage their emotions. Um, 
so my twenties were very difficult and not all that fun and exciting. It was just a really big stressful period of my life. And, um, my summers, uh, were not all that fun either. I, my summers. So I think during the school year, I was very anxious and would numb myself. And then summers, um, I was depressed. Like I would come home or I like, right. So I'm not at school. I'm not working. Um, have a small projects here and there, or, or like, uh, meetings that I'd, I would have to go to during the summer or conferences or whatever. But for the most part, it was a lot of like sleeping in, not waking up until like 10 or 11 and then moving directly from the bed to the couch. I was dating Paul at the time, moving to Paul's couch and watching marathons um, of Millionaire Matchmaker. I very specifically remember watching that show, thinking it was trash, but continuing to watch it and continuing to eat a bunch of crap and then trying to hype myself up. Okay, cool. I'm going to start running. I'm going to start running again, or I'm going to start going to the gym again. But again, never really being consistent with it, never really having a plan of action, being very sporadic in it and just kind of like falling like lower and lower and just feeling really blah about life. And I gained a lot of weight during that time because I was very inactive. I was very sedentary, wasn't moving around, wasn't lifting weights, wasn't running. Um, and I was eating a lot of crap. I was eating a lot of processed food. Um, I don't know that I ate vegetables at the time. Like, I don't remember ever like specifically being like, oh, you need to eat a vegetable or like you need to make a salad. Like I did not know anything about nutrition. I just did not know how to take care of myself. Right. So, um, it was when I was 29 and getting ready to turn 30 that I was like, you need to get your shit together. Like, what the hell is this? Like, you need to get your shit together. My 30th birthday, um, was December 30th. So it was my golden birthday. And I remember being a little girl and planning out like, oh, like when I, I, very specifically in first grade, my student teacher in first grade was celebrating her golden birthday. So she's probably like, literally she was probably like 19 or 20 years old and it was her golden birthday. And I was like, okay, cool. My golden birthday will be when I turn 30. So when I was 29, thinking about my 30th birthday, my golden birthday, I was like, I want to have a golden birthday party and I want to have a gold dress and there's going to be gold decorations and gold food and blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool. If you want to have this, um, you don't feel good in your body right now. You need to lose weight. You need to figure out a way to lose weight. And so that started, um, when I, that was like when I really got serious about my health. And unfortunately the big motivating factor was the pain of not wanting to look like crap in the gold dress and doing whatever, anything that I could to lose weight, but also really struggling because I couldn't stick to things. So that I began, that was right when like 21 day fix came out. Um, I, I tried doing 21 day fix. I tried working out with a personal trainer. I tried, um, actually two different personal trainers. I tried a couple different gym memberships, but again, I could never really stick to anything. And so that summer, um, what was that? 2014 yeah. Summer of 2014 was scrambling all over the place that fall kind of scrambling. I think that's when I started to hear about whole 30 and was like, maybe I'll give that a shot. But it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. I didn't have a good plan of action. I didn't know how to be consistent with anything. And so, um, that fall is when November of 2014, I decided, uh, Hey, you haven't stuck to anything and look, you're about to turn 30 and your life is a mess. And that is when I decided to run a 5k. 
And I was like, it doesn't matter. I don't even care. I don't even care that you don't know how to run and you can't run a full mile. I don't even care. You're just going to sign up for this 5k and you're going to go and you're going to do it and it's going to be fine. And so signed up for this 5k. It was a turkey trot (laughs) Thanksgiving. And, um, I was like, okay, you need to practice a little bit before the 5k. So just like two weeks out, two weeks before the 5k, I would go and run this triangle. I think it was like a mile and a half. I lived in Wicker Park in Chicago and Chicago is on a grid. It's wonderful. It's very easy to navigate Chicago streets. Chicago is on a grid. And then there are just a few streets that are diagonal. So I would do this. I would run, um, like North South. I would, um, and then run on a diagonal to make this triangle. And then I would do another loop. So I would sometimes run like a mile and a half, sometimes um, three miles or 3.2 miles or whatever it was. But I would just do that when I would come home from work. I didn't really, again, I didn't really have a good plan. I didn't really have a good system for this, but it was just me being sporadic, me dipping my toes into running. And I would run this a couple of times a week. And then we ran the 5k. And I think, um, Oh, that was the, that was the time my, my, (laughs) my phone died. It was so cold. It was so cold. It's on the Lake, uh, Lake Michigan. And we were there and old iPhone, it died at the beginning of the race. And I was like, shoot, I'm going to have to run this race without any music, but I did, it was fine. And finished that race. And I just remember being so proud of myself. Like I couldn't believe that I finally did it after like eight years of waiting until I was good enough to run a race. I finally just said, you know, I'm done with this bullshit. Let's go do it. Let's go run this race and did it. And it, you know, I don't remember the time, the time probably wasn't great, but it was, it was the fact that I did it. And I, you know, took a step towards doing something for myself and showing up for myself and not listening to that voice that you're not good enough, you're not fast enough, whatever. I just shut that voice down and went and showed up. And the funny thing too is like, if you've ever been to a 5K, maybe you've never been to a 5K. Maybe you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I'm in that spot where I want to run a 5K. When you go to these events, especially if it's a turkey trot, if it's like a holiday race, um, there are families there. There are non-runners there. There are walkers there. There are people with strollers. There are people who are old. Um, there are people who are slow. There are people who are fast for sure. But like 5Ks bring out a really great bunch of people. And it's you don't have to feel intimidated. You don't have to feel like you're not good enough because you will blend in. You will fit in. You're like, oh, this isn't this isn't just all the the people who ran cross country. This is just like the normal human population um, that just wants to go out and be active. And there's and if you're that person that's like, oh, I'm so self conscious about my body. Guess what? Too, <laughs> there are people just like you there that are also feeling self conscious about their body. And are also feeling self-conscious about running their first 5K. And they're also self-conscious that they're not an elite runner and they don't look like what a runner looks like. Or, you know, they're going to walk the whole thing and they're worried that they're going to be the last person. Like there is someone else at a 5K, especially a holiday 5K, just like you with all of the same worries and um, anxieties. So anyways, that race was so great. It was it was like the beginning of me like, okay, cool. Like maybe I will try this running thing out. And, um, so that was November, 2014, December, 2014, I decided to do, um, to stick with running. I decided to, uh, exercise every single day. And that was the first, my first attempt at a whole 30. 
and it did not end up so well. It did not end up, I did not do so great with it. Um, so whole 30 is very much like do this, be perfect with food. Um, and if you mess up, um, you're going to have to start over. You're going to have to start over on day one. So be perfect with food for 30 days. Do not have sugar. Do not have dairy. Do not have uh, chips. Do not have bread. Do not have quinoa or beans, like my favorite foods. Um, and if you do have one, you slip up, then you're going to need to start over. So about 14 days in into Whole30, my grandfather passes away. And it's my last living grandfather, my last living grandparent. And it was really hard. And it was, you know, it's just hard, especially when that stuff happens around Christmas holiday. And um, I like, and I, I just fell apart. Like I fell apart and I didn't really know how to handle my emotions. I didn't really know how to handle being at a wake or being at a funeral and being around all of these foods that I wasn't supposed to be having. So I had some, and then it turned into eating all and just feeding my emotions. Right. So whole 30 did not set me up for success. It really sabotaged, um, the things in life happening. And it wasn't the time for me to like be a jerk to myself, be like, you're supposed to stick to this plan. You're supposed no, it doesn't like stop. Like it doesn't matter. Um, so December was a mess. Still had my birthday party at the end of the month. Um, but January of 2015, you know, I was right back where I started. I was right back where I, you know, where I was very, um, neglectful, I had few boundaries and structure. I was stuck. I was sedentary. I wasn't moving. I wasn't eating healthy. And that is when I was like, you need to, you need to be more strict with yourself. You're too lenient. You're too permissive. You need to be more strict with yourself. And that is kind of where kind of some, a disordered relationship with food and exercise kind of started um, was because I was too permissive. And so I was like, you need, you can't trust yourself around food. You can't trust yourself with exercise. You have to go all in. And I share this, not like saying that that's what you should do. I share this saying like, don't do this. Or if you're in this place, know that you're not the only person that's been in this place, but like being hyper, um, inflexible and really mean to myself, it wasn't, it's not what I needed, but it is what it is. So that January, uh, 2015, I was like, let's go in, go all in, let's do it. And I signed, um, I signed, actually I texted Paul and I was like, Hey, do you want to run a marathon with me? And he was like, sure. So that day I dropped probably like four or $500 on, uh, a, mem- a marathon for both of us. And then also a half marathon. Cause you can run a marathon if you haven't done a half marathon. Right. So I bought both of us, uh, registrations for a half marathon and then a marathon. So the half marathon was in the summer and the full marathon was in the fall. And I was excited. Cool. Like when you make that purchase, like this, like warmth, like, Oh, cool. I'm finally going to do something for myself. Like, okay, cool. Like I'm not going to stay stuck. You know, this is going to fix me. Oh, this marathon, you know, us training for this marathon, that's going to fix me. Um, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that more on Monday. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about what happened when I ran that marathon, what happened after that marathon. And we'll talk a little bit more about what running looks like for me now and kind of how I got to this place because of all of these missteps. So let's get to though, we're not going to skip over this part. It is Friday. Let's do our running recap Friday. So last Saturday, ran a 5k. I love, oh my gosh, it's so funny talking about like being so serious about running. I love these 5k's on Saturdays because they're so low key. They're fun. I'm out there moving my body 
and there's not a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of pressure, which um, feels good. It feels good to be running and enjoying being out and pushing myself, not just like, oh, whatever, but like pushing myself, but not like these, your whole entire self-worth depends on this, you know, what, what you do in this race. No. So last Saturday I ran, I actually just did the one mile. Um, and I'm looking, my time was, I don't know if this is super accurate, but my time was eight minutes and 53 seconds. I think it might've been a little bit longer. Um, I think it might've actually been closer to like nine minutes and 30 seconds, but that was cool. That's great. Like mile time is getting better. Um, especially when it's hot and gross outside. So that felt really good. And then picked up running again on Tuesday. Um, so my minimum, right, is 20 minutes. Jacqueline, you need to go and run 20 minutes. Rant. But actually I've been on this path where it turns out to being about 35 minutes, but did that Tuesday, did that Wednesday, did that Thursday, today's Friday, today is my rest day. I'm not doing anything. And tomorrow we have our race again, low key 5k or one mile. We'll see. The weather here, it's been raining like crazy, which is good. Our yellow grass outside really needs it, but it's not that fun to run in the rain. So we shall see what tomorrow's race will look like. I'm volunteering at the event. Um, we'll see if I actually do put running shoes on and run because I, I hate my feet being wet. I just hate it. So we'll see. But again, low key, um, because I'm in this place now where I actually trust myself, right? I just I just shared a whole lot of babble about me not trusting myself, me not being consistent with things, me being sporadic. Now I'm at this place where I'm done with all that bullshit. I have no like nervousness about falling back into a place where I'm not moving my body or I'm going to gain back the 25 pounds that I lost. I'm, I'm not in that place. I'm like, cool, this is just what I have up and going. And it feels good to be in that place, to actually trust yourself, to feel happy, to feel healthy. Um, and so even if you do miss a day, like even if tomorrow is rainy and gross and I am a baby, it's not a big deal. It's like, okay, cool. I will just run the next one. So it's like, what happens with those missteps or are you using those missteps or those, you know, mistakes or whatever to be reason why you suck? Or is it just like, cool, just continue on because consistency is the name of the game. And it's like, what, you know, the big picture, what's the big picture. So that's my Friday's, uh, Friday's running recap. We will continue the story about how I became a runner and how I got to the place. We'll continue that on Monday. Remember, um, summer consistency camp. If you're struggling, you're in that place. Maybe you are in that place where you're starting and stopping. You're super sporadic, but you never continue on. And you're just feeling like, oh, like, why can't I like, come on, come on, Tina, let's stick with it. Come on, Susie, let's stick with it. And it's not happening. Maybe you need some help. Maybe you need some accountability and maybe you need some different eyes to look at what you're doing and what's not working. You know, on one of the calls I did yesterday, um, my client was talking about how she wants to start a movement habit. Uh, with cardio, she wants to be running and walking, but also she knows that she needs to be lifting weights. But how do you combine that? <laughs> how do you make sure that you're consistently moving your body with running and walking? And how do you actually lift weights consistently? So that was one of the things that we figured out. And we came up with really great habits for her that she can actually be consistent with this summer and beyond. So not just for these 35 days, Not it's not like, okay, cool, on day 35, I'm done 
you know, wipe my hands off, continue, go back to being how I used to be. It's like, no, we'll build this in slowly. When you build it in slowly, it actually sticks. <laughs> this is the lesson that I had to learn. I'll talk more about it next week. But if you go too much all at once, you go way too fast. You go from zero to 100. You go from zero to running a marathon, but you don't have running built in consistently. It's not going to last. Races are fleeting. Races can be taken away. Races can close up. Um, but you have to have those habits there for yourself. And that's kind of where I'm at. And that's what I want to get you to. I want to get you the get you to that place where you are consistently moving your body. You are consistently eating healthy, um, having fun, still having pizza, but doing it in a way that feels good. And the day on the calendar or the number, it doesn't really matter. You just show up for yourself. You can create that life. And I'm going to help you create that life in Summer Consistent Camp. You are deserving of that life. Um, this program, it's a no-brainer. It's a dollar a day. Uh, click the link in the show notes and we're going to get started to help you feel happier, healthier, and more confident this summer. Click the link in the show notes or go to systemsforselfcare.com slash summer consistency camp. I'll see you next week. Bye.